it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Factor. If you want to eat better this year and are looking for fast, healthy, restaurant-quality meals that are ready to eat and easy on your budget, Factor is the perfect solution. Head to factormeals.com slash talk. TV50 and use code TALKTV50 to get 50% off your first month's order and 20% off your next month. That's factormeals.com slash TV50 and use code TV 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Hi, this is Richard Benjamin and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, along with a guest, Joseph Doherty. Joseph Doherty, Emmy Award-winning writer, producer, and director, and the author of a new science fiction novel called The First Cylinder that draws inspiration from the famous invasion of Earth by Martians that H.G. Wells depicted in his classic novel, War of the Worlds. Only Joe tells the story from the perspective of the Martians. The First Cylinder is available right now through Fayetteville Mafia Press, and Amazon.com. Dan Barron and Tony Figueroa are also with us. We're having some fun talking about some of our favorite obscure science fiction TV series from the 1970s, including such shows as Quark, Space Academy, Curse of Dracula, part of the short-lived Cliffhanger series, and the original Battlestar Galactica. Tony? To jump back to Galactica 1980, the original premise was going back in time. Yeah. They find Earth. There's They... Earth is not ready to deal with interstellar war, and they want to go back in time to try to advance the technology, and the villain decides to go and help the Nazis, Um, and so our heroes have to go and stop that. I believe they're Uh, called space Nazis. (laughs) So they wanted the Nazis to have the bomb, thinking that that would advance. Yeah. Human oh, technology. All the bad and, guys want to. All the bad guys want to team up with the Nazis. That's the yes. whole idea. Yeah. I hate and we find, we they're so somebody, misunderstood. We have, we have yeah. to find somebody who's worse than we are. Let's team up with the Nazis. The That's Nazis. a good idea. But but ABC said no. We don't like the time travel idea. But Don Belisario took that. You know, basically going back and fixing what was right and the, you know what was wrong and making it right. Uh, and that became the, the seeds for Quantum Leap. Yeah. Do you, you know, and I love, I, I do love Time Tunnel. I mean, just, it's just something, it was, they always wound up landing the day of something really big happened, yeah. you know. But I want to tell you, one of the best time travel shows that's not really a time travel show was You Are There. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What would you call it? Is it? I don't know. That's the whole. It's a. It's an historical show, but yeah. It's. It is. What know, if? What if Eric Severide were able to cover the Battle of the Bulge yeah. or the Battle yeah. of Gettysburg in totally, real time? And it was totally. I mean, and, and yeah. David Watkin. David Watkins made two films in England that were like that. There was the Battle of Culloden, yeah. mm-hmm. and and War Game. Uh, 
and it and it was it was a show that had two successful runs, if I remember yeah. correctly. It, 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 right. it, I think it aired in prime time originally, towards mm-hmm. the late fifties, early sixties. Um, those are available in black and white somewhere. And then about ten, fifteen years later, CBS brought it back as a yeah. Saturday morning show. Mm-hmm. They did thirteen, sixteen, something like that. I remember Fred Gwynn was. Uh, played was it Davy Crockett? He was Davy Crockett. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, um, and as I recall, um, I don't remember whether they brought whether they did additional episodes for the second year, but they brought it back for they 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 kept it on the schedule for two years, which is very unusual for a Saturday morning show back then. Yeah, back then. So it's yeah. still it's still. I it, really I I love that. The reason I know that was I love that Alamo episode. Uh, I've always. That's been one. That's like a, a cowboy movie for me. And I always yeah. remember. I would say to my dad, we were watching the, that episode. I'm gonna say, Dad, the guy from CBS is gonna get killed. He has to get out of the alley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but it, that also reminds me of. Show, I think it's called Witness to Yesterday, where they do one-on-one interviews with the historical figures. So you might talk to Christopher Columbus, okay. or but it was like a, a sit-down interview. And okay, it was kind of like Meeting of the Minds, but with yeah, yeah, one yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> yeah it's uh, like, and, and I, you know, I'm watching and say, okay, how are they plucking this person out of history? And if they're in a TV studio, aren't they going to take that information back to their own time period? No, they exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, then Da Vinci's going to invent the three-camera format way before Desi Arnaz. Yeah. Wow, that might have been... <laughs> I've got to wear myself around that one for a second. You know, in a weird, in a weird way, thirty-five to fifty percent of Doctor Who episodes are. Uh, it, it happened here. You are there. Yeah, exactly. Um, well. And also, I was wonderful that the government on Time Tunnel, that the government spent billions of dollars, but they they could only go back to places where Twentieth Century Fox had stock footage. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And they would no. land exactly on the Titanic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they weren't Boy, in the water. They weren't in the dock. Not in the water. Right on it. And, 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 and I think it was Dan who said shows like that don't don't really work because you can't stop John Wilkes Booth from assassinating Abraham yeah, yeah. Well, Lincoln. My, my, my grievance is when you set the machine to 1776, you show up at Valley Forge. Yes. You know, it's, <laughs> but, it's just... You know, it, it, if you send it to 1492, you show up on one of the three ships, you know, the Pinta, the Nina, yeah. or the Santa Maria. But if, 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 if memory serves, when we chatted with Robert Colbert on this program some years ago, um, I, I asked, that show, quote-unquote, only 30 episodes, which back then meant it was not a successful show because a successful mm-hmm. show back in the, since 1966 was a show that made at least 100 episodes so that it can make its, it can make its yeah. uh, production cost back in syndication. But Time Tunnel has had a remarkably long life, long life despite only 30 episodes. And he said it was, his, uh, Colbert said it was his understanding that one reason for that is um, a number of schools used certain episodes as sort of augment, to augment their teaching of the Revolutionary War or certain historical Events. So even though um, uh, Robert Colbert and uh, James Darren couldn't change what happened, they did a good job of depicting what happened for those who couldn't read the book. Right. I think I think one of the reasons the time machine, uh, the time tunnel exists, is it is the most whackingly beautifully designed set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
you don't you don't forget that thing. Um, and and again, it's John Williams music, and Whit Bissell at the controls, and a vastly and, un, and a vastly underused Lee Merriweather. Yes. And a, well, she had a lab coat. What do you want? <laughs> I mean, about as far as they're willing, they were as far as they're willing to go on that. I mean, it was either that or she would be Barbara Nichols's secretary coming in and dropping papers. Oh, I touched the time machine. I'm so sorry. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. One more item if you want to eat better this year. Our friends at Factor are the perfect solution. They have more than 35 fresh, pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, Keto, and Vegan and Veggie that are restaurant quality with such premium ingredients as filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus, and which are all ready to eat and ready to eat with no prepping, no cooking, and no cleanup necessary. Check it out yourself by going to factormeals.com forward slash talk TV 50. Astrid and I recently checked out some of Factor's keto selections, including their roasted tomato and feta cavatappi with broccoli and red peppers, and the garlic and herb roasted mushrooms, while their three bean chili with quinoa is just the right size for lunch. We also enjoyed their chocolate banana smoothies, which is just one of the more than 60 healthy and nutritious add-on options Factor provides that will help you fuel up and feel good all day, while best of all, Factor meals are less expensive than takeout. Head to factormeals.com talktv50 and use code talktv50 to get 50% off your first month's order and 20% off your next month. Factor Meals is celebrating Earth Day all throughout the month of April, so be sure to look for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Factor Meals is the perfect solution for fast, upscale, ready-to-eat meals. That's factormeals.com slash talktv50 and use code talktv50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Speaking of Robert Colbert, we'll replay our conversation from July 2015 in which Robert Colbert talked about the Time Tunnel. That is coming up in our second hour. In the meantime, Joseph Doherty is with us via Zoom. Joseph Doherty, Emmy Award-winning writer, producer, and director, and the author of a new science fiction novel called The First Cylinder that draws inspiration from the famous invasion of Earth by Martians that H.G. Wells depicted in his classic novel War of the Worlds. Only Joe tells the story from the perspective of the Martians. The first cylinder is available right now through Fayetteville Mafia Press and Amazon.com. Dan Barron and Tony Figueroa are also with us. We're having some fun talking about some of our favorite obscure science fiction TV series from the 60s and 70s. Dan? If I can jump back and we mentioned it a little while ago, and I do want to talk to you this for a couple of minutes, was The Invaders with Roy Thinnes. Uh, Again, scared the hell out of me as a kid. I mean, for, for some reason, it may have been the narration in the beginning. It may have been the whole Quinn Martin effect of it. Um, you know, that, that's something there. I, I, for the longest time, I thought Roy Thunis's name was Architect David uh, Vincent. <laughs> Vincent. Because that's why he was always Architect David Vincent. David Vincent. Architect David Vincent. Yeah. But, I mean, it was a situation where you couldn't trust anybody. Yeah. Uh, the person, you know, and, and they had those... Uh, uh, they had that little trouble with their finger. The little, the little fingers yeah. stuck up just a little bit, you know, which was and a, yeah. And there was, also, there, was a, there was also yeah. There was also a skin problem. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and, and, I, the, and my memory of the, uh, the wonderful episodes are episodes where he's absolutely a hundred percent right about the aliens. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody and everybody else thinks he's a racist bastard. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. 
It is. That was the no. I, I, no, I, had, I just have fond memories of that series. I had. I bought the Aurora model of the little spaceship and had that for years. I loved. I that. had it for a while, and then I painted luminous paint on it, and it just didn't work after that. Yeah. But I think I think the Quinn Martin effect is valid because that is a really wounded Quinn Martin lead. Yeah. That's 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 the fugitive being yeah. chased by aliens. Yeah, and and Martin by his own admission didn't package it when he when he when he when he sold it to when he when he uh, uh, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing what Roy Thinnes said when he talked about this on our program. Thinnes was reluctant because he didn't want to quote do anything. He he didn't want to do a science fiction movie or a science fiction show because back then, um, if you did if you did one science fiction movie, you would be typecast as a science fiction lead the rest of your career. And um, and Martin said two things. One, I don't do science fiction, which he doesn't, and he didn't, and, and, and he doesn't, he doesn't pretend to do science fiction. The fact that you can kill the aliens with American-made bullets says everything, <laughs> everything you need to know. But he said, "This, we're not doing science fiction. We're doing a study in paranoia." Yeah. And yeah. that's when he got then as hooked. Yeah, I got to go back and look at it. It's just again, it's 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 so. Not Quinn Martin. Joseph Doherty is with us via Zoom. Joseph Doherty, Emmy Award-winning writer, producer, and director, and the author of the breakout science fiction novel, The First Cylinder. We will carry over our conversation with Joe in our second hour. Plus, we'll replay our conversation with Robert Colbert, in which he talked about the time tunnel. And we'll replay our conversation with Roy Thinnes, in which he talked about the invaders. All that and more. We come back for hour number two of TV Confidential. Stay with us. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.